Guys and gals, welcome to a very special episode where I am going to detail out my recent men's physique bodybuilding competition. What an incredible experience that was. And I want to hand that off to you because I think there's a lot of misbeliefs, misunderstandings. And then there's a lot of questions too, like, hey, how do you get that toned? Is that like a, a realistic thing? By the way, the answer is yes, it's a realistic thing. Um, but I want to detail that out. And th this is part one this is episode one of multiple episodes. I don't know how many I'll do, three, four, or five, but this one's about the entire six-month journey. I'll be more detailed and precise about other things in, in soon-to-come episodes, but this one's going to be about when I made the decision six months ago to pursue this, what did it take each month, mistakes I made in certain months or milestones I made, stuff like that. So if you want a better understanding of that and what it takes to get super toned, listen to today's episode. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real, real food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. Welcome to part one of my men's physique bodybuilding competition. I want to detail out what this takes, what I experience. This one's going to be about the six months. Now, obviously, this whole process takes a lot longer than six months, right? I've been working on this for technically what? I'm trying to think of my age, you know, maybe just under two decades of working out. And so two decades ago, I started doing push-ups at home. And so technically, I've been building on this for a while. So I made the decision six months ago that I was maybe going to pursue this. And maybe is the key word there. I'm going to explain. I had some mindset issues along the way, some big mistakes. Uh, but I've been technically working on my body and my health for a while, which helped me. Obviously, that helped me. But six months ago, roughly November, I, I made the decision that I was maybe going to do this. So I'm going to map it out by each month. In November, you know, I was, I was thinking about doing this and I kind of made the decision, well, if I'm considering doing this, then I should probably have some control over the holidays a little bit because I didn't want to gain fat over the holidays or too much. I actually did gain up, a, I did gain a little bit of body fat over the holidays, but not very much, but I didn't want to gain too much because I'm like, oh boy, if I'm going to get on stage, I don't want to start out by losing a brand new five, six pounds. You know what I mean? That would just extend the number of weeks that I needed to be di dieting and dialed in and all sorts of things like that. So for November and December, they're kind of the same story. There was holidays, cold weather, and my nutrition was in and out, but I was trying to maintain where I was, right around the 190. I think I was hanging around 188, 189 sometimes. Maybe after some poor nutritional decisions, I was in the lower 190s. By the end of the holiday season, after you know January 1st, so by January 3rd or 4th, I think I weighed right around 195, 196. And so I did an okay job maintaining, not too bad. But that's when I wanted to kick this thing off was January 1st. But the January 1st, the New Year's holiday threw me off. So it started off bad. It started off bad. I ate whatever I wanted on January 1st and 2nd. And I think like the following Monday, which was the 3rd or 4th, then I, I really got things started. But then it was a, a social event. It was a Christmas party. Uh, my wife's uh, work party, 
uh, was in January, and that was within the first two weeks of January. I ate whatever I wanted at that and drank whatever I wanted, and I way overdid it. And that's the way January was. Uh, it was. I did lose some weight in January, so I made progress in January. But there were some big food binges in there, either all weekend long or like one day out of the weekend, and it was just throwing me off. There was birthday parties, like my my daughter's birthday party uh, kicked off in January. Maybe I had like a niece and nephew birthday party in there too, and it was just it was a harder it was a harder month. I was making bad decisions. I was letting some of those events kind of control my decisions. I had a weak mindset in January. I would have been leaner. I maybe I would have won. Um, maybe I would have won the whole competition if my January went a little bit better. And what is to blame is my weak mindset. I had quitting language too. Uh, my wife and a couple of other people heard, you know, some of my language the most. Like, am I really doing this goal? Am I really doing this? I don't know. But I just, I just never actually quit. I just kind of kept pursuing it. And January was slow progress. I don't know, maybe only four or five pounds. Uh, Pretty slow, pretty slow. Now that takes me to February. February was better, but it was still in and out. Uh, I did make better progress in January. Uh, I did like fully delete the binges. So I would overdo my calories. I would overeat is basically what I'm saying. But I wouldn't go way above. I would keep it in control. And that was that was good because if my February was like January, oh boy, that would have been a struggle. Uh, I, I don't know if I would have continued. If, if I only lost a couple of pounds in February like I did in January, it would have been a whole different story. Now, the whole time workouts are going pretty good. Um, and the workouts for me have been going pretty good for multiple years. And, and just so you guys know, your workouts, I mean, if, you, if you're dialed in on strength training, your workouts don't necessarily change all that much. You know, you're doing the same movements. I went to the gym five days a week, same. I didn't increase it just because of this goal. Uh, so the whole time in January and February and the rest of the months, the workouts are going great. So I did delete some of these big food binges finally in February, but I did not delete that quitter language. I would say February quitter language where I was saying maybe I'm not going to do this actually increased Uh, because, you know, maybe because I was getting closer, I was getting leaner in February. Uh, kind of noticeably now and the, the date was coming closer you know, it's probably in February, it got to like 10 weeks out or something like that. Maybe it was like nine weeks. I'm like, uh-oh, single digits on weeks here. Uh, and so that's when the, the quitter language kind of came out. I don't know if I'm going to do this. You know, I, I remember sometimes some social events would pop up in February. It's like, gosh, I just, I just can't, I either, you know, I'd say something maybe in anger, like I just can't go to these events. Uh, and if I do go to these events, then I should probably just quit. I should probably just not do it. I don't know if I should do this lofty of a goal is probably some quotes that that I would say. And I would have a strong stance like that. That's what I do when I get whiny. Okay, that takes us to March, uh, which was pretty dialed in. March was pretty dialed in. And I made some bigger progress in March. Um, And and that's when I, I switched coaches. So I switched coaches for 
other reasons related to business. Um, I switched coaches. We have a, a new coach and I switched to him so that I could kind of see what his check-ins to clients are like so that I can experience what our clients experience. That's that's what I like to do. But I also switched to Seth because, uh, and that's his name, my coach, Seth, is because he has um, the men's physique experience. He won a men's physique show and then he's also done two more shows in the classic category as well. And he's an all natural. So I'll, those are questions I'm getting like, do you have to take steroids for this? And say, no, I, it's called the natural Iowa show. So uh, it's for natural bodybuilders. And so that was that was a good switch as well, because then I could ask him about posing. I could ask his experience in his shows. I could ask about this and that. And so that that helped me get dialed in in March as well and and helped me kind of see the end line here. So I had I had help from multiple coaches. And I think that's where a lot of people fail. There were some people in the show that didn't have a coach, you know, and I had multiple coaches. I had a different coach early on. Uh, I had a, a different coach in the in the final two months, and both helped me out in their own way. You know, Courtney helped me out with mindset. She helped me switch those uh, food sources. Uh, her name is Courtney. She helped me switch the food sources when I was a little bit trashier with my food sources in January and February. Uh, and then uh, food sources in March were still a weak point at times. It was cleaner. But I was still going with a mentality that if it fits my calories, why can't I just have it? And I was making great progress in March, but I wish I didn't do that, to be honest. I wish I didn't do that. Cardio was also added in March. So I hadn't been doing any cardio. That's a question I'm getting a lot is, hey, how much cardio did you do? And I ended up doing more and more as the weeks went on. But like to start out, I didn't do anything. I was getting great progress without cardio. But cardio was added in March. Uh, the March was kind of the first month where I noticed like energy levels in my workouts, not energy levels in life. I think a lot of people think like, oh, you must be run down and super tired. And I, no, I wasn't. Um, you know, it was, it wasn't easy, but I would, I would, I don't want you guys to think that I was like completely drained every single day of my life. Not true. Uh, but workout energy, I kind of noticed it was, was coming down a little bit and I had a much better mindset. Uh, it was getting, you know, to the final weeks, eight, seven, six, you know, stuff like that. I started seeing, oh, oh my gosh, I'm six weeks out. I'm committed to this. I am, I am doing this. And I started paying for stuff too in March. So you have to pay to get into the show. You pay for your trunks. I started like, these are like monetary uh, commitments. You know what I mean? So I started paying a few hundred dollars for d different things. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm really doing this. <laughs> so quitter language did have to stop in March. You can't have quitter language and expect to perform very well. So that, that went away in March. So that was, that was actually good. As you can tell, March went a lot better. Now bring, bring us to April, very dialed in, very dialed in. Food sources were a lot cleaner. There were rare mistakes. There were rare bad decisions. I, I can't think of very many. There were a couple, but nothing that, oh man, nothing that really threw me off. Uh, very dialed in. Um, I wasn't missing a beat on it, anything. I was getting all five of my workouts each week. I was getting every calorie of cardio because I tracked cardio calories. I didn't do it for so many minutes. I did it for so many calories. 
And if my coach told me to do something, I just made the changes. And I tried to make the changes as as quickly as possible, immediately. I didn't want to negotiate with myself like, well, maybe I'll do that change. No, now. You know what was hard in April, though, was my Phoenix trip. You know, sometimes when you travel, it's nice to experience different restaurants and stuff. And then it was a very busy trip. Uh, you know, we had a lot going on. And I think convenient foods, restaurant foods and stuff would have been a nice de-stressor. Uh, it would have been convenient. So I didn't have to keep making my meals and stuff like that. But, um, I was able to go to the grocery store. I was able to go to different stores and pick up foods that would keep me on track for that week long Phoenix trip. That was probably the hardest part in April was that Phoenix trip. And I did really well, came back leaner, did not fall off track. And then Easter was hard. So Easter... Easter, I like to have some chocolate. (laughs) I like to have some gummies. I like to steal from the kids' Easter baskets. And I couldn't do that. And the temptation grew. You know, the only time I had temptations is when there were days like that. When I was around those things. I didn't have cravings like every day. Like on a random Tuesday during the week, I just ate my normal foods. And I didn't have these cravings. But that's how April went. And I was getting really lean in April, and it was all coming together. It really was. It was all coming together. Um, and then in May, so that's the final month, but it was only the first week because that was the final week. My show was on May 6th, and and so May was peak week is what they call it. So peak week is the final week before your show. You're making uh, little changes to your nutrition, um, you, you're kind of testing a carb load. We did test a carb load and, and, and that went well. Um, we tested going up and down in calories that went well. I was still responding really well in April and May. And really what I did in April and May was I caught up because my regret in the whole process is that I didn't get more dialed in early back in January and February, especially January. I'm embarrassed about that month, (laughs) but I had to play catch up and I did. I did play catch up. I caught up pretty good here in April and May and I placed uh, second in different classes and I lost to, I only lost to the guy that earned his pro card. That's the only person I lost to is the guy who earned his pro card. I know you guys might not know what that means, but that means he won the show and he can enter new shows now. And then uh, I placed first overall in Iowa. So that felt good uh, to beat some of those people in that class as well. And so I'm saying where I placed, not as an arrogant thing. It just kind of confirmed that like, even though I had a bad January, it didn't go according to plan. I was able to catch up. And that's the entire six month process. Those are the mistakes I made. That's how it went each month. Each month had its own hurdles and different mindset struggles and mistakes, obviously, that I made. But I just kept moving forward. Really, my journey here is not necessarily how dialed in most of you are going to get. You, Many of you listening to this are not going to step on stage. This was a very big goal. biggest One of the biggest goals I've ever set in my life, I'll be honest, related to health and wellness. And you guys might not want that goal and that's totally fine. But what you learn from it is you just kind of keep putting one foot in front of the other. The mistakes you make and the decisions you make with your workouts and nutrition, like if you you do bad, you make bad decisions, that's when you think about quitting the most. It's when you have like March and April and May, like me, 
where you make more commitments, you have more momentum, you notice that you're getting leaner, you notice the scales moving. It's when you have like this momentum is the quitter language kind of goes away because things are going well. And I think that's what you can learn from my journey. Now, the episodes to come, the next episode, I'm going to talk about the day of. The day of uh, the Men's Physique Show, and I'm going to kind of map that out, how I felt, you know, some mistakes I made that day, and, uh, you know, what the judges said, and, and what some of, the, uh, some of the competitors said, and stuff like that. I want you to feel, you know, the actual day, and that's coming in part two. I hope this helps. Spencer, signing off.